We have a whole thing, <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> we do. Speaking a type oh. of code. And I had a okay. <laughs> Mostly to protect Rory's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess part of it is that Ronald McDonald is a warlock. You know the warlock. The warlock's eye uh-huh. is the butthole, and <laughs> Raleigh and Ronald and Ronald is the monster who lives in the toilet and must be fed. Yeah, it's it's more complicated than that, but it's not. It's is, not. There, is there like a flowchart of this somewhere? I can. We should make one. I think is if we write documented? it down, it becomes too real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just gives Ronald more power. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about my family. Good morning, everybody. It's Saturday morning, Tuesdays. It's your favorite podcast with your favorite hosts, and I'm one of them. It's Austin Bridges. <laughs> and I'm Rory Voy. And I'm Andy, and secretly your actual favorite. Oh, he's the one we ship. right this is the Uh, one actually where we have a great guest star and our wonderful guest star is our friend spencer spencer introduce yourself hi my name's spencer and i'm uh very happy to be here i'm not your favorite right now but i'm the one where like maybe it's still our show (laughs) lock it down (laughs) oh god (laughs) thank you for having me i'll see myself out thank you spencer is gonna grow on you like a mold (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Spencer is a wonderful friend of ours. First time on the show. Um, but uh, he <laughs> is... Go to the doctor, they'll red, draw a little red circle around it. They're like, has your Spencer been growing? He's like, no. Well, we'll just keep an eye on it. <laughs> Are you keeping it dry? <laughs> There's hairs growing out of it. Yeah. Spencer, it I hardly know her. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> <laughs> this is already terrible. Yeah. Oh god. My, I'm sorry. My name doesn't rhyme with much or lend itself much to wordplay. It's uh, I've been cursed in that way. We take the ones we can get. Um, mm. Spencer, we we've known Spencer for for many a year. Uh, and you've I like to think of you as sort of a Renaissance man. Uh, you know, you're a musician. Uh, and you've had about thirty different cool jobs. Uh, <laughs> uh what do you currently do? Uh, currently I am a marketing event manager for Funko, purveyor of pop culture and everything from what, yeah, pop toys, pop keychains, pop collectibles, everything from uh, what's hip and now and wow and old retro shows you forgot even existed, but we've got toys of them. Wow. Did someone write that for you? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That rattled off the tongue. Uh, I am in marketing, so (laughs) 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 my, my livelihood depends on being able to mix stuff up. Are there any Funko Pops for 1987's Bionic 6? I did check. I am broken hearted to say no at this time. You heard it here. Never say people. never. <laughs> Bionic 6 isn't even worth <laughs> be, <laughs> cashing, well, in on, cashing in on cheesy nostalgia. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you never know if, the, uh, if we can pick up a, a license for a good deal and there's enough people out there. Um, you know, no, no. The uh, we've had sleeper hits like the Bob Ross, what started as just a pop, and now is a whole line of a whole More bunch pops. of different products. So yeah, well, <laughs> well, there's like a T-shirt. You think you can get them on a blanket? Like, ooh, I want Bob Ross blank. I kind of do too, actually. I think the... it's in the HQ store. <laughs> my Bobby you know, blanket. I'm just gonna curl mm. up with my, me and my, my Bobby, Bobby blanket. blanket. <laughs> I need my Bobby Pike. Well, I think so. So here's a fun fact. So if you haven't figured it out by now, we're doing Bionic Six this week because we couldn't stand another week of Spiral Zone. No, um, this is a a subgenre, a very obscure subgenre of shows that are theme songs that we really, really liked and hadn't seen the show yet. And uh, from because Spiral Zone is one of those. Yeah, for also from 1987 because Spiral Zone. That theme song like whips ass and we love it. And <laughs> it does. It is a banger. Um, and so is Bionic Six. We love the theme for Bionic Six. And uh, it, it is great, but it's a little it's a little more. I don't know. A little more white bread. It's very like I, I would expect Kirk Cameron to walk out during the <laughs> opening theme to Bionic Six. Just give a little thumbs up to the camera. Yeah. Like tell you not tell you not to do drugs. But it's actually about like kind of 
sin against nature people yeah fighting each other i'm into it yeah but kirk cameron does not show up in this show i don't want to no. i don't want people to have sort of an expectation for when kirk cameron's gonna get here that's bionic sins <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think there's any shot at a Funko Funko Pop happening, uh, specifically because they've never even released. They didn't even release VHSs of this. This <laughs> this never got a release outside of being aired all 65 episodes on television and maybe and syndicated a bit. But nobody ever put it out. That is bizarre to me. In the episodes that you found, Andy, at the very end, there's a little there's a little uh, what do you call it um, bumper for. Uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. I, I think mm. that's. Or they must have been airing at like I don't know three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because in, in '87 there was no stand. There was no standalone cable Sci-Fi Channel, was there? No, no, no. So no this these must have yeah. been like late '90s syndication or uh, or something of the like. And yeah, I I would bet it was like three in the morning because they had to be. I I don't know. Bionic Six, you guys. This show. What is it? Someone tell me what the hell this show is. Okay, so let me set the scene for you. So <laughs> please do. We, please help we us. We had from the seventies to the eighties, we had this kind of bionic craze uh that that began, <laughs> I think began with the six million dollar yeah. man with Steve yeah. Austin, uh the Stone Cold uh six million dollar man, uh who's a bionic man, and uh where they made him better and he was, you know, was a person, now he's like part machine and, and super badass. And they added to that canon Bionic Woman, which was super popular in the 80s as well. Um, right. And uh, from that trend, they even did some crossover stuff. It was sort of the, like Bionic Cinematic Universe, basically, <laughs> um, uh, including uh, the like fancy Doctor Who uh, designed the stuff for both these main characters, both Bionic Woman and, and Sick Million Dollar Man, uh, played Doctor... What Doctor Sharp in Bionic yep. Six? Um, really? So yeah, so Bionic Six is kind of this like um, spiritual animated series, kind of based on the Bionic uh, trend. Uh, whatever that actually means, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, and they shows don't are always really... good when you base them on a trend. That, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So so and and basically it was this guy um who created the show who also worked on Transformers and um a bunch of other and GI Joe he created GI Joe mm. the, the animated show worked on Transformers wrote the script Transformers the movie and then uh he made Bionic Died. 6 No no sorry and I was just trying to guess it, what you were yeah. going to say next <laughs> Right but no so he he made Bionic 6 and it, by all accounts it really should have been a hit um, I yeah, I'm actually surprised that it wasn't because it's got really good animation. And yeah, it's remarkably good, surprisingly good content. Actually, yeah. TMS Entertainment did the animation. Um, yeah, this is one of those and, American Japanese co-pros that that were right. popular. They later did uh, Batman the Animated Series. True story. TMS is everywhere. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like all the all the parties involved kind of kick ass. So, yeah, I, I don't really know what happened. I don't think we have an answer, but we can look at um, the totally buckwild episodes that we watched. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely speculate. We can speculate. Maybe maybe it was the fact that, that the uh, the hottest, whitest one in this show was a dad, and maybe people didn't think that was cool, you know? Yeah. Because it's always a young teen or some, some you know army yeah, guy no this one this one is definitely chasing after some kind of daddy issue stuff with their with their <laughs> with their like late 50s main character hunk <laughs> it's it's deep like fantastic four territory i think it's yeah, a very yeah, yeah yeah strong he's got like, a reed richard vibe marvel reed richard sue storm kind mm-hmm. of um family situation where they're like yeah a, what a are cool they, the science family <laughs> yeah <laughs> And we know how powerful, how popular the Power Pack kids were. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, I think I think we should we should let's dive right in. Yeah, let's dive right in. I'll, I'll let I'll let us dive in today. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. You know. Let's bionic right in. We are a Bionic, 
right. Uh, we're watching episode one. Oh, just kidding. We're watching episode 10 uh, of Bionic 6 because episode one didn't explain anything. And episode we had to wait 10 episodes to get an origin story. So here we are. This is episode 10. It's called Bionics On, the first adventure. And in the, and, in the, you know, in the case of these giant orders, there's a reasonable chance this was the real episode one. We don't know for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah and, the, and thankfully, we actually do get an origin episode because a lot of these shows didn't even bother to do one. Sure. Uh, and I love an, I love a first episode that's done well. And you know? I, I'm going to give this one a little bit of props. It's a goofy episode, but like mm-hmm. pacing wise, I was a fan of how long it took for them to become the Bionic Six. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. in Sky Server Strike Force or whatever, they've all got their stuff right away or they get their powers in the first five minutes. Yeah. This one, this one milks it a little bit and I was there for it. It's quite mm-hmm. a build up. You, you kind of get a sense of life pre and post. Bionic, yeah. bi- bionicization, pre-bionic and post-bionic. They actually do say it. They say it's like bionicization. I, or I wrote weird. it down somewhere in my notes. I think it's bi- bionicization. It's so fucking weird. Bionicization. Uh, so, Andy, do you want to give us the uh, synopsis for this episode? More than anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. This is a long one. So Jack Bennett had taken his family on a skiing trip to the Himalayas during Jack this Bennett's trip. Jack Bennett's our hunk father. Yes, he is the hunk dad. He's hot and daddy. current Bionic One, some sort of superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? It's weird that he's called Bionic One before there are other Bionics, right? Like, <laughs> yes, it is. You don't have like Mister Incredible wasn't called Incredible One. Well, the other thing like, the eighties was definitely like fucking jamming really hard on was fake sort of like military fetishization. All these yeah. cartoons have. Oh just, yeah, they all are like they work for the government and mm-hmm. they, and they're like. Yeah, like semi-militarized, <laughs> semi-militarized, like militias. Yeah, more than semi. And so, I mean, the daughter ends up with cannons that pop out of her shoulders. So they're right. pretty, pretty heavy armament. Uh, <laughs> it's the American dream. family. It's the American dream. <clears throat> uh, so, all right, Andy, I, I, need, I need to, I need to, I need to continue my dark work. Uh, during this trip, Jack is called to duty to investigate unusual magnetic reason reasons magnetic readings. He encounters aliens who are trying to obtain Bertonium, a mineral <laughs> that can increase bionic abilities and give eternal life to its possessor. That's where Tim Burton gets all his power. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, the aliens know he has to be stopped. <laughs> They were trying to save us. In a battle, Jack's family becomes trapped under radioactive snow, and they slip into a coma. Not seeing another way to save their lives, Jack permits Professor Sharp to operate on his family. Professor Sharp implants bionics in human beings, and the bionic six are born. Dr. Scarab creates his own bionic group from, quote, worthless examples of humanity. Judgy. Very judgy. (laughs) Uh, Yikes. Yeah, so this is sort of a, a we we create the team, uh, and the team is a all a family. Now, I I know what you're thinking. How's this How's this possible that they're all a family? Uh, they all seem like they're the same age, and they're not all white like the very white parents. Well, I guess to, what were you saying before we started, Spencer? So I looked at the the this true source of truth in any media, um, a fan operated Wikipedia page, and according to that, um, the black child is adopted jd right yes or i I honestly forget his name um (laughs) the they don't say each other's names really the japanese child is described as a foster child so how is that different i don't know like i mean dick grayson was a foster child so maybe he was like saved from something and, and and they were like i don't really want you but you are a useful part of the team so you don't get to be like an actual kid you get to be like a foster kid i guess yeah it's all it's very it's very odd so we have we have what is it uh we've got eric and meg are mm-hmm. the are the 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 white kids and then we've got jd who's the black kid and bungie uh who's the japanese kid and then I guess they have a robot named Fluffy. God, I hate that robot. Yeah. We meet the robot for one scene and then he's gone. But <laughs> he, <laughs> he, leaves so a, he leaves quite an impression. He's so hungry for aluminum. <laughs> we have to make sure we I think it's just to solidify they're in the future, right? I guess. Um, I, I mean, we, we yeah. he, Jack walks into a dark room and the robot farts at him with his mouth or something. He makes weird yeah. fart sounds and then is like, do you have tin cans? The, the do you have aluminum? I hunger for <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> the, note I made, the note I made about Fluffy is we'll definitely kill someone. Yes. Like, it's, yeah. God, that it, he'll just decide that human skeletons are made of tin cans and just butcher that entire family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So w- what we have in this episode is a little framing device is um, we're, we're seeing 
Jack check up on his kids. He comes in at like 3 a.m. Um, because I don't know what he's been doing. But yeah, he's, been out his, he's been out as Bionic <laughs> One. Where is he coming? Yeah, from? He's, okay, he's a but he comes hero. in. Yeah, but he comes in on his 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 family. But at this point, I think it's later in the future when they're all the Bionic Six. Yeah, and yeah at that point, we sort of we get what is actually kind of nice is we get these mo- these moments of character development where he checks on on each person sleeping. And we kind of learn a little bit about them. Now, if you're Eric Sport One. Uh, he, you know, literally every single line he will say in this episode is baseball related. Baseball. Um, he's very much, and he's even like, oh, baseball, baseball, baseball. He's like God, literally yeah. like dreaming. God help about. that poor boy in his baseball. It's all he has. It's all he has. Well, yeah, I mean, so so it's nice that we get some character development. It's not great, but we get something to sort of signpost yeah. each character. Um, and we mm-hmm. get Meg, and Meg is she has her headphones on, and, and she his- like like sort of sultrily sp- like wakes up and goes, mm, "Hi, Daddy," and yeah, I, I, I felt like weird that. about yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, mm. <laughs> sure, yeah, but Meg she is, likes Meg rock is the music. Hot one. Yeah, she mm-hmm. loves music. That's kind she of her thing. Saying, she likes using mega and ultra as amplifiers to adjectives. Yeah, which is known as adverbs it, in some cultures. <laughs> it struck me as a as an attempt to sound futuristic, but yeah. like sometimes what she said didn't sound all that crazy. So maybe they were right. Like maybe we're in the future and we don't, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like they got it. We got to find some radioactive snow. Then we got to get some superpowers. Oh my god! I'm uh, yeah. trying to save us from I'm, Tim Burton. I'm I'm bionic curious. and also is it can we agree that this show uses the word bionic to mean actual magic yes okay yes definitely (laughs) we're bionic now fly invisible psychic powers like that that's how technology works yeah it's it's also it's also a little strange that they all get different powers like did from the same yeah it's the same process like is it based on personality or did dr sharp just sort of have a laundry list of like "Eh, maybe this one can move fast and this one can (laughs) see the future i don't fucking know guns on her head (laughs) (laughs) what do i do with this girl shoulder Um, guns Okay, so but so the the other kids though, you know, JD, um, who I had to find out what his character traits were from the Wikipedia because I just I got know. nothing. He's I got strong? nothing. I no, he's he's known as IQ apparently, and so he's like super intelligent. But um, we just in the two episodes we've seen, he's kind of just done nothing, um, and really mm. they they just don't. I don't think the writers really knew what to do with him, at least in the episodes we saw. Yeah. Um, well, it- Bionic one kind of covers all of his power set because he's also super smart and strong. And then you have the other one who's also smart and also strong. So what what do you do with a redundant character? Well, in, this, in a show like this that we've seen, we see this over and over again. They build these super teams, but really six people just kind of quipping about what's going on is just too. It's too many. It's too many mouths to move. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's right. Far it's too for many. sure. It's, I think, three, because all they do is say they're, if we've got the baseball guy, he's going to make some kind of baseball joke or some sort of, like, baseball-related insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have that. going to make some sort too. of, use her feminine wiles or, you know, it's going to be something, something yeah. kind of disappointing. But that's the point, right. is they, they just lean really hard into the one thing this person's got. Mm-hmm. And like, like Bungie, the other kid, uh, who, uh, also, no, aka Bungie. Karate One, who Karate one. speaks bits of Japanese and does karate and is a trained ninja. And that's, yep. again, the only real bit of character development that we get. Um, How is Bungie a trained ninja if he was a foster kid when he was little and grew up with a seemingly normal American family? How is he, he was, a trained He was ninja? raised by crows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. He was trained very briefly. It was uh, it was one of those accelerated programs where you just watch a bunch of Naruto, and then you get a, then you now, get a I think I got it. Here, here is a benefit because we just saw something kind of like this in um, Spiral Zone last week. Um, but the one benefit is that this character Bungie was actually voiced by a Japanese actor instead of a white guy yeah. kind of doing a weird affectation. It's true. Um, it's it is true. nice. But he was like he was like the one Asian American guy that like got work in so many different ways. Like it's true. He's in, yeah, he's in like everything. They were like Revenge oh. the Nerds. Yeah, yeah, he's in Revenge of the Nerds. He's in so many things, which is which is awesome. Like I'm I'm trying to remember his name. I wrote it somewhere. Brian Tochi. Thank you. Yes, Brian Tochi. Um, yeah. but so at he, least they did that. At least they had, you know, 
not white actors to play their their non-white characters so um yeah that's nice you know could have could have worked on on character traits that aren't sort of yeah so that every know, really fight scene oh it's not like, it's not okay to just call the asian <laughs> yeah. character karate <laughs> no <laughs> no it's not no. It's karate one yeah the first of many karate <laughs> uh, so so here's so the the like contrived uh, situation that leads to everyone getting bionic um they all go on a ski vacation the whole family uh they're testing yeah, out it's a flashback uh, so this is a flashback it's their anniversary the mother helen and jack and the kids sing like a weird anniversary yeah, song the kids worship like at a- the altar of their parents fuck you know fuck anniversary <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary happy now go bang because <laughs> <laughs> remember the parents are super hot it can't yeah. be understated that the mom is a fucking smoke show and the dad is <laughs> the dad the dad is packing some power serious daddy. some serious thickness yeah he's a power dad <laughs> it's not wrong so so, yeah so they they have a flashback to how it all started and so then so yeah they're on a ski trip yeah and uh our baseball boy immediately says these power skis are more fun than a grand slam and it's like we fucking get it but (laughs) you like baseball we know (laughs) uh but like then then aliens Out of no preamble, no like, you know, uh, exposition laying kind of TV news report in the background. Just suddenly, oh, it was aliens. Oh, they're attacking. And Which, Bionic One leaps into action. I kind of prefer in a way. It's that's it, refreshing. It's, re- it's just, well, it, it's yeah. kind of a little more of the like, sort of Marvel style origin story, right? You're, it's not like your parents were, you know, were murdered and you became a crime finding bat monster. You, yeah, <laughs> you just were at a, you, you were, know, Marvel, you were just, Marvel's you were, Batman? you were, no, I was saying instead <laughs> of that, you were oh. just hanging out at a tour and got bit by a spider and, you know, just the sort of organized chaos makes it feel less contrived in a way. Oh, right. Like you if you're were in the wrong, wrong place at the right time and, yeah. and now so, you're super, yeah. now you're bionic, now you're yeah. fucking bionic and you can use magic pew pews. Um, yeah. And um, so in this in this moment, Bionic One has to like they, they get caught in an avalanche because of this alien bullshit that's happening and radioactive snow. Yeah. And there's some radioactive snow involved. And he realizes that he has to let his kids find out that he's Bionic One because he has to save them. And he can't yeah, do so that. He's without moonlighting as this mysterious hero, Bionic One. Uh, and his he's working under his best pal, Dr. Amadeus Sharp, Ph.D. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Esquire. Who, as we mentioned before, is the also the uh, also the guy who plays the doctor and Bionic Man, all that stuff. Um, but he's uh, the one who does all like the we technology. Said before, I can't cut that part out. Now I can't cut yep. it. I can't cut that whole part where you explain about Bionic Man. <laughs> we definitely can't now. Um, and uh, and so yeah, so they go around and do cool stuff, and the kids have seen bionic or uh, bionic one before like on the radio or on the tv and they like think it'd be so cool to be bionic <laughs> man We're don't lucky. you just want to be like a triple amputee yeah don't you want to have all your bones replaced <laughs> don't you want to have no bones yeah i'm so <laughs> bored of my normal bones? pedestrian bones don't you want to cry motor oil <laughs> i'm really excited to get some of that white blood like that cool guy on alien had yeah i I just want to sit down with the creators of this show and actually ask them what bionic means. <laughs> what does this mean to you? Laser beams. Because well, if you get p- before and after photos, they look the same. They are precisely the same. They don't look yeah. different. No. They, oh, they get pe- better costumes. Yeah. Yeah. They're just wearing better clothes. Is bionic your clothes? Do the clothes make the bionic man? Even Meg's shoulder cannons like just materialize and then disappear when she's done with them. Like... It's kind of fine. Yeah, they have a great time. This is not a this is not a problem at all. Um, <laughs> and yet it's very disturbing to really think about because yes, absolutely <laughs> they get all injured in this in this slide. I guess Scarab, Dr. Scarab, who is Ooh, we have not talked about yet. We haven't talked about Dr. Scarab. Let's talk about Dr. Scarab because he oh, gets hey, out hey, there. And now that now that we've done I've read Dune, we can we can also publicly talk about is another another fat man in a in a spooky chair. Right, yeah, we, yeah. we got a Baron so, Harkonnen. It, yeah. it is very true. 
Uh, but this one is doing like a George C. Scott impression and kind of <laughs> it seems like ad libbing at the end of his lines all the time. Yeah. yeah, he sounds like he's doing a one take. He came in for about five minutes. Uh, yeah, he had he another meeting to get to. I like yeah. him. Yeah. He's, call, he's always called him Bionic fun. One, like the Bionic Boob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are these? Uh, what are these Bionic Bimbos? Who are these? Bionic Bozos. Bionic, yeah. bionic oh, like these guys. Yeah. Oh, the Bionic oh, Get them. Go kill him, I guess. <laughs> I also like that in case it wasn't clear enough by his everything that he's the villain, the show explicitly refers to him as the world's most evil man. Yeah, he calls himself the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. So Weird. in case yeah. you weren't, if in case you were on the fence, like, nah, he's bad. Yeah. He's a meanie. Yeah. There's just, there's just fun details in this show that, that add fun creativity. You know, we, little things like for some reason, uh, Dr. Sharp, as he goes to his like secret, uh lab he walks by these like statues of ben franklin and like isaac newton and they're these like robot statues that ask him how his day is doing and it's like <laughs> what's yeah. happening this is I cool think, i think one of them was einstein because it had a german yeah. accent uh-huh. right yeah. yeah yeah and i think and, I, so uh, sorry you go no no and just like you know it's just it's it's fun i mean it's so much more fun than uh a show like spiral zone that just does the bare minimum of of entertainment does this it really goes well it, it's trying i'm just saying this <laughs> it, this goes there, way above and beyond it's way weirder and i love it it does seem to have a couple of even though they're they don't really there's no follow-through but there's some true like stabs at more than just the cookie cutter family like at least they're a li they're a little different they kind of have different interests there's a whole bunch of them and i do think did we mention one of them likes baseball <laughs> really which one? Oh, you, you got to pay attention to find that oh out. see i missed it uh now I, what i also really enjoy is uh that there is a it's just a healthy middle-aged couple as a main character yeah. it's like you know mom or dad did not die batman style as yeah say. actually they're present they're not there not having a dead parent tragically really does set the show apart yeah yeah like truly or just a the bar is a, on the floor yeah <laughs> and, yeah, and I, it's, it's not hard to get over it, but uh, we still appreciate that they did. And when well, in the Jack next episode, we see them. We see them make their daughter kiss a monster. So <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, they, they prostitute their own daughter out for you know for Shut monster up and kisses. Do it, Meg. do it, do it. <laughs> we need the magic, whatever. Well, we'll get into that episode, I guess. Uh, so scare uh, her up, you bionic the, bimbo. To fight the bionic six, scarab. Well, he doesn't know that the Bionic Six. He thinks it's just Bionic One, and so he's like, "I'm just gonna outnumber him by like a lot. I'm gonna a make sound like, strategy like a lot of bad guys." It's actually, and so a good tactic. It is. So he takes a bunch of weirdos, I guess. That <laughs> yeah, he's I, he's recruited them somehow, like through some. They, they basically answered a want ad. Is, yeah, is like the, a Craigslist post? Right, yeah, a couple of Dorcases. Yeah, they show up. <laughs> yep, yep. And there are five henchmen. And they all have names and it is the best. I, love I think this is the best scene in the in the show because mm -hmm. he he like lines them all up after he's like, you know, grouped <laughs> them and done his magic weird shit to him. And he pulls out like a fucking magic wand and starts dubbing them like King Arthur. It it's even has a little wind chime sound effect when he uses it. That was that was an excellent touch. <laughs> Uh, may I may I please very briefly, because I wrote down all their names, um, yes. go down the list of, of Rogue's Gallery. Okay, so you got Glove, because he has the power of a glove. I think that was such a funny choice to open with that. Like, if you imagine... His name is Glove! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Like I, I knew the agree. last. I knew the last one was going to be dumb. You know, like that one. That's that's an easy setup punchline. Yeah. The fact that oh, he's yeah. before we even know the barometer of like how cool or shitty these guys are going to be to just uh -huh. you're the glove one. You got glove. <laughs> you have and so glove, got... and your name is glove. I... Wait, next episode, he calls him Doctor Glove, and then <laughs> and then and then Glove is like, oh my glove. <laughs> <laughs> He loses his glove. He has an, uh, like an identity crisis. He starts drinking. Oh. It goes downhill. So, okay. So you got glove. You go next down the line. You got mechanic. Why? Because he's wearing overalls. No other <laughs> discernible reason. And you go next to him and you go to my favorite, my my darling baby boy, Chopper. It, it's At first, you think, oh, it's just because he has a helmet. No, it's because two thirds of his dialogue are him making motorcycle noises with his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> 
it's he sounds like Popeye if if Popeye thought he was a motorcycle. Uh, so you go, so you go past Chopper. You got Madame O because she's a female, and she goes from like frumpy with like a big overcoat to like li- an outfit, a skin tight outfit that circles both of her boobs and a mask that covers her entire face except for her eyes. I feel yeah. like her name was the biggest reach too, because everybody Madame else is like, o? Ma- well, because Madame you're Madame because o? you're mysterious. I will call yeah, you Madame like, O. No, so should you be like Madame? M? Death I, or something. <laughs> Madam Evil. It's the most mysterious yeah. name, I guess, because it makes no, no sense. Like, o is the creepiest and weirdest yeah, letter. What's the, the spookiest letter? <laughs> it's like they her her name was just the girl until they recorded it, and then one person from the studio came in and was like, You can't call her the girl. They were like, Fuck, I don't know. You're Madamo. I don't know. Madam. We only have the studio for five more minutes. Um and then on the last one, the the true abomination is named <laughs> Clunk. Our Quote sweet boy Clunk. Because whatever. Yeah. And I yeah. Wrote, yeah. So it in on the monster. So yeah. Clunk was the first was the first take. Was sort of the first pancake you make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he, he does so speak, he does never even quite say turns out right. Yeah. Yeah. He does specifically say Looks like I overdid it a little. So he's like, Oh, you're a fuck up. All right, well. It's great. Yeah. Clunk is great. Clunk is amazing. Yeah. Clunk it yeah. I thought that yeah. was just a funny extra bit of of character of of just like you know he's gonna make these these weird blob monsters or whatever but yeah the first one is is just a real whiff um, <laughs> you don't you don't care about naming it it's just, you're the you know you're the v zero point eight all right you're clunk now we're just gonna mm-hmm. have other people can have names you're yeah. just clunk yeah yeah clunk you were so the was, necessary roadblock on one. You, yeah. I wish it was. A, I wish it felt a little more glove. intentional, right? Like if if the point of this was to kind of call out the absurdity of these toy line cartoons, mm-hmm. rogues gallery of just like <laughs> crank cranking out content for them to make a toy after. That is funny, and it did not feel at all like this was parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the yeah, only it, thing, the only thing that makes it fun is that Scarab is funny. Yeah, right. He's kind like, of funny. Yeah. yeah, he's he's goofy. Like, I mm-hmm. like I like him as a villain because he seems aware of like or not aware of his own ridiculousness, I guess. But he just seems more like he's having a genuine good time. Yeah, like, because so many of our villains that we've seen are so overacted and every every line is just dripping with malice mm-hmm. and uh, totally just overwrought. And Scarab is just kind of like sitting around like a like a <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield at a party. He's like, hey, how are you doing? What's this guy doing? <laughs> and- oh, all right. His motivations are believably simple. He just wants to be evil and do bad things. Which yeah. he wants to be bionic. <laughs> and I want to be bionic so bad. I just compare <laughs> to, to the other guys who, does. you know, want to turn the whole world into robots, but never tell us why. You just have to kind of yeah. be a Yeah. Maybe he wants to be bionic, but he's afraed to take that step for himself. So he has <laughs> yeah. to just right. he has to bionicize he has to everyone do around you, him. Baby. You gotta do yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, we need to get to uh, the Bionic Six becoming the Bionic Six. Yeah. So, so uh, to get there, we have to talk about how uh, Bionic One literally carries his entire family out of uh, the the fucking it. snow. Rack em, stack them. Great. He it does so, so much, and, and actually, also when they're when the whole team is Bionic, this whole episode, all of the fighting is just throwing the bad guys at <laughs> just throwing. <them. laughs> he does specialize Everybody, in judo. Everything yeah. is just picked up and thrown. It makes it easy to recreate with your action figures. Yeah. Just fling them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I, I want to make sure that we all understand, listeners, that I said that Bionic 1 carries his whole family out. I don't mean one by one. I mean, he he carries like a giant koosh ball made of his family on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they got, I mean, they got zappoed by by ice or or radioactive radioactive snow. Radioactive snow, baby. And they're still glowing while he carries them. Yeah. But he's yeah, safe and because he's bionic, and that's the important yes. part. Yeah, bionic uh-huh. protects you. Bionicization. <laughs> yeah. And, and P- Professor Sharp, like, he gets back to Professor Sharp, and he's he doesn't, he's not like, oh, well, you know, I do have an idea, but it, 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 it involves operating on your entire family, and it could be dangerous. No, he's just like, nah, let's fucking bionicize your yeah. family. You gotta bionicize them right now. It'll be great. I mean, it'll save their lives. <laughs> Like, why isn't he doing this to more people? So, okay, deep dark headcanon moment, which I made note of. Bionic 1 
already under the effectively mind control of Professor Sharp. Woody brings his family back and says, oh, my God, please save them. Professor Sharp goes, oh, my God, great. I can have a whole team of people. And that's subjects. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. knew, I knew Damn. at least one of those two guys was just dying, dying <laughs> to get some robot parts up in those people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> smacks the son of Bionic One. You can fit so many goddamn Bionic parts in here. <laughs> Is uh, that meme too dated by now? I don't know. I don't know. We, 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 yeah, but so the, the 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 scene we actually get, we don't actually see. You know, the doctor doesn't come in with a bone saw and start hacking off people's like limbs and screwing like robot hands on there. They just it's still a kid show. They get they get hit by a laser. Mm-hmm. Is all we see is that they they're all lying down in a on a wheel and then they get hit by a laser and then that's get it. They're bionic. By... It's Doctor yeah. Robotnik's roboticizer. I swear to God, we are Sonic the Hedgehog again for two weeks in a row. We are Sonic the Hedgehog. Welcome back. It's our Sonic the Hedgehog it's fun. podcast. Just give it to him. Just give it to him. Just the let him this one. <laughs> Just give me my yeah. minute. My minute in the sun. It's Sonic the Hedgehog as a roboticizer. Thank you for allowing me to live in this in this space. Sun's going okay. down. Sun's going down. <laughs> <laughs> The, so it's a weird moment because we we aren't really given anything to know what being bionic now has meant mm. or what is being had being done to their body. It's a buzzword, uh, not unlike uh, Spiral Zone's use of the word zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. a zoner now. It means whatever you need it to mean. I I did make note of uh, as well. They are mid bionicization. Um, the the very specific instruction given to Bionic One to throw a switch is when the argon level hits six thousand, a quantum leap will be made. That's when you hit it. So when a picture of Scott Bakula yeah. lights up on the computer, <laughs> yes. hit it. And then your family's <laughs> robots. And, and that's how you know. hopefully this bionic will be the one that finally brings him home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, What's Ziggy say? Now, okay, so they they all get bionic. Everything's fine. Jack is, like, getting ready to go deal with the aliens again. And he thinks he's going to go out on his own because his family's not ready yet. And then they all walk in. And it's the most beautiful moment in all of animation. Uh, Very touching. I'm not even overstating it. I am. But they come in and his wife says no jack you're wrong from now on we work together and then we are a family the theme song fucking part starts playing it's <laughs> that hype in. moment when the theme song theme song hype fucking drops in the fuck. middle of the episode it's like dinosaurs all over again it's so good <laughs> yeah. god damn it uh and then immediately they just totally ruin it for me and they end on an incredibly imp- inappropriate key change They they just key change for the last line, mm. and it's it's wrong. You hate to see it happen. It, Why can't you, you do that? that? Why can't you do that? It's wrong. That's <laughs> what bad guys do. Yeah, back. <laughs> <laughs> Is there um, anything else worth talking about? They they fight some more aliens. I mean, that's it. They fight. They fight and they win. And the we go back leave. to the anniversary framing, and they sing another song. They sing the same song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess we 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 didn't we didn't really mention this yet, but their their powers, uh, if we if we want to be specific about it, like we said, we see JD throw throw somebody because he's really strong. Uh, Eric has a baseball bat because of course he does, and he just smacks things with a baseball bat. I I think he also has magnet powers later. Uh, and then Meg is really fast, like Quicksilver. Um. And she's got lasers on her shoulder, and then Bungie's just got super karate. I don't really know what the, his whole deal is. He's a well, his name he's is a tra- karate, so his code <laughs> name is karate. Karate one, first of many. Uh, yeah, I don't so, know yeah. why they're Bionic Six because it's Bionic Five and Karate One. <laughs> also, the wife the wife is called Mother One. Mother. Yeah, yep. she, Mother. Oh, I missed that. She is. Yeah, Where's my she doesn't super get a mom. She's oh, called Mother boy. One, you know, which <laughs> my, is like, again, defining, defining characters by a trait that is, uh, could, yep. you know. Between Madamo yeah. and Mother One or Madamo or whatever and Mother One, like it's, they could have expended a little bit. And Meg, there's a little bit more effort there. Uh, I mean, the the whole thing is unfortunate, but there there's something I enjoyed in the second episode of, of Meg trying really just having wanting to bone down with King Jonathan. 
Uh, yeah, she was she was but, pretty thirsty for us. But teenager. it kind of it kind of stacks up poorly with with the you know total portrayal of women in the show. They're all right, just totally. women who lust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, if I was married to to Bionic One, I'd I'd be you know that's all I'd, I'd be thinking about. Yeah. And I'd make a mess of King Jonathan. That dude. That dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's not Absolutely let's not delay and let's let's get to there. A family brought together by faith and given superpowers through the miracle of modern science. You guys, you guys, in this in this episode of Bionic Six, it's called Once Upon a Crime. Mm. That's mm. you think that's very good. It's but you but but it gets so what much, episode it gets, is it? What this episode is episode forty three of uh, it's quite a jump of sixty five of sixty five. It's quite a quite a leap into the future. Quite a quantum leap. <laughs> and and this episode starts if you thought that they were going to be if you thought they were going to be um having to really push the envelope for to get 65 episodes out of this uh you'd be wrong because this is uh, <laughs> they did they, not have to at all they knew exactly what they were doing because you guys as <laughs> king jonathan <laughs> ascends to the throne of the fictional nation of freedonia he is transformed into a giant frog <laughs> a second Jonathan right? yeah. arrives. Yeah, not th- yeah. A second Jonathan arrives, claiming the first to be a demon because he's now a frog, trying to take the throne. The whole scheme was orchestrated by Scarab in order to close Fredonia's border and use Fredonia's export of unique microcircuits. The Bionic <laughs> Six are sent to investigate. God bless this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the gift of of this. The first, Bionics are magic. The first half of that fucking synopsis could have been like gummy bears for all we knew. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. It could have what been. What show God, are we watching? I, yeah. I am in I really in love with this premise this of, of taking uh, the frog prince and making that as terrifying and awful as it really should be. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh, it's funny. I was talking with Austin about this the other day. There are there are shows like Spiral Zone that seem to put really tight bounds around what their plots can be. You know, they are it's always called. always the same sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, that we're doing a formula. But like e- even in ways that you're not even really thinking about, like we're always going to like pair off against these villains. We're going to fight the same ones. We're all going to do the same shit. Uh, this show is fascinating. It's possible plots that they're OK with being in their world is very vast yeah because we we have a man turning into a frog and and in a show that's supposedly about some like uber science you know bionic people it's crazy science has no place in this episode none this is the storybook kingdom this is the realm of magics it's so so it's almost offensive this this sort of depiction of what eastern or central europe is is like um, this fictional nation of Fredonia, witches? It's not full of yeah, witches. That, that is and apparently ghouls. like where everybody still dresses like it's the Dark Ages, even if you're like running like incredibly advanced, uh, you know, technology. Uh, where you know, I get that we've all seen like there is still some royal pomp in some of the like, you know, some of these countries. Um, and you know, fancy guards or whatever, but like this is a whole region of like hovels, witches, <laughs> and and like knights and and princes. It's and they have this. It's it's kind of like a like a weird, uh, a weird Wakanda, yeah, like bizarro uh-huh. Wakanda, uh-huh. where right, where they have this they have this magical resource that is, you know. Vastly, rest- vastly important to the world, but instead they live in squalor under the rule of some dark king and uh, <laughs> and his coven so of witches. 
it's so fucking funny like the 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 juxtaposition if you will mm, i'm getting mm. an a today it's a five dollar word somebody On, uh, gets an a in english class so between the juxtaposition of how old school and dark ages we were just describing this thing as and the fact that their chief export is like an gnomes their chief export is gnomes though. <laughs> yeah enhancement chips they are like incredibly yeah. powerful microchips and like how who's making these microchips and the the, the, the old crone the, the director the of science is dressed like uh you know the wizard of id or something like <laughs> what? <laughs> what's so bananas too is is they explain that these gnomes are you can attach them to any electronic and if you put one on a laser it could cut the earth in half which is just cut the earth in half <laughs> Gnomes? Geoneutronic oscillating macro enhancers. Gnomes for short. A microchip that will enhance any electronic system it's plugged into. Put one in a personal computer and it becomes a supercomputer. Put one in a simple laser and it becomes a weapon that can cut the earth in half. Major industries all over the world depend on those chips. But when Fredonia closed its borders, it also stopped its shipments of gnomes. If for such an obscene, uh, like, power, we don't actually see gnomes in this episode at all. They're not used. This Chekhov gun is completely left on the on the mantle. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, so so we, we, we briefly covered it in the synopsis, but the whole beginning of this episode is watching King Jonathan sort of... He's going to get he's going to fucking King Jonathan, you guys, who has an American American accent in the storybook European country. The only I believe the only one of his of his folk who does. But he's going to take the throne. And clearly, you know, I'm sure it's his like grand vizier or something. But I think we, you know. Uh, no, it was the minister, the minister of something. Or yeah, other. Barkus, I don't know. Barkus, the yeah. minister of science. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for writing that note. And it he's he's plotting against him. Obviously, we find out later in the episode that he's secretly Scarab and his goons. But uh, yeah, he gets. Yeah, turned he into locked a the frog. minister of science in a tower dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> you can't combine those words. Yeah. The dungeons under the tower. I don't know. Who you knows? can't combine those words without who, more context. Who fucking knows anymore. <laughs> uh, but he gets frogged. And then there's another Jonathan that shows up, a second Jonathan. A second Jonathan. <laughs> and Jonathan, Jonathan let me get this and... straight. <laughs> two Jonathans. <laughs> now you've lost me. <laughs> and so the fake Jonathan takes the throne, and the real King Jonathan uh, ends up frogged and often, you know, running off in the, into nowhere. And then the Bionic Six get involved, and they have to explain so much, like why we care all this stuff about the gnomes and these chips mm. that's not really relevant to the moment to moment of this episode and i'll tell you why we care like, i'll tell you why we care it's because king okay. jonathan is a hunk and a half <laughs> that's true that's all meg He's seems to care about she's completely hunk. concerned with whether or not king jonathan is hot hmm. yeah. well, i've uh, never fucked a king before <laughs> <laughs> first time for everything there man. <laughs> uh and when they arrive in town, it's such a good moment. It's like I I've already sort of had accepted that we're in this weird medieval moment, but she they they all land and immediately the old crone woman shows up again and she's like Meh. and she, <laughs> like they're wondering why there's no one around and she goes They are afraid of the trolls. Trolls? There's no such thing as trolls. All your answers lie within the castle. But we were King Jonathan is not himself. What's that supposed to... Where'd she go? This is mega weird. Let's remember that our main characters live in California. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from real world California to the fucking medieval times buffet. It's just... Oh, it's unreal. Uh... And in case you're worried that the, that the old crone was just given lip service to the idea of trolls, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's trolls. No, that's there, how, that's why these, that's why that. these people yeah. haven't advanced into the modern era yet. As trolls, trolls. All public infrastructure has trolls under it. Yeah, you these, try making these... a space program when you got trolls breaking into your backyard. <laughs> 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 these trolls, though, are kind of amazing. They're robots. Um, and the, but they look straight out of like Spirited Away, like they look like Miyazaki characters. The, and, they do. And also, 
the 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 microchips that King Jonathan supposedly discovered they're tre- it's treated like a resource it's treated like you just find them <laughs> you well, they're, for them they they run on syndrelium. Is that what they say that he he found was the syndrelium? I thought they were saying he yeah. invented these microchips. Yeah, he found he them and used them to make the engine. Got so the, the thing they find in the ground is the syndrelium, and okay. then using their troll bridges, they make it into the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple if you think about it. Yeah, right. Uh, but these trolls, these trolls are a bit like they're kind of like the baby titans in, in Attack on Titan. Like they're they look like they're oh, about thirty God. Oh. big misshapen heads. Oh, and... we've had to, we've had to. I'm, I'm warming up the anime alarm. It's been, it's been, it's rusted. It was rusted for a while. But gee whiz, if you haven't just, if you haven't just too shaken much dune the... sand in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not actually done, sorry. You've done it. These are these are like the baby titans. Yep, they're they're like the baby titans though. Come on, they really are. If you've ever watched, the they show, were described like... as being ultra uggo. <laughs> by <laughs> it's pretty darn uh, uggo. Yeah, that's yeah. all Meg seems to be concerned with. She's like, she, like every new inner like interaction she has is like, is it fuckable? I don't care. <laughs> and so like all these horrifying trolls shows up, and she's like, ugh, they're super ugly. <laughs> like what? What are you doing? I mean, that's about the interest in anything you'd expect a teenager to have is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd fuck that. Nah, that's ugly. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't nah, like it. That. I'm going to put my Baseball. headphones back on. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> uh, okay. It is at this moment that the frog, the secret frog king shows himself to the bionic six. Um, in a pretty, pretty, I thought pretty visceral scene. Yes, <laughs> As yeah. they, atta- they immediately attack him for his monstrous frog frogginess, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and while and while Bionic One, the the father, the the father with Deeply the rocking body, straddles bot, him, is oh straddling him, is pinned him down, and like you know that's the image for this episode is him I sensually straddling the frog man, <laughs> and the and and to make that worse, the frog is just crying out, please stop, please, please stop, please. <laughs> he's <Please>. weeping. <laughs> That frog voice is so genuinely upsetting. Yeah, it's uh, it's disturbing. Please, please, please. He is such a pitiable fuck. Oh my god. Jonathan cries so many times in this episode. (laughs) He's having a rough day. He's having a rough couple days. I also like so the way that they explain that. So the crone comes back and she explains that it's it's bionic masking technology. That is making him look like a frog. Mm-hmm. But he's he's, he's just clearly a, frog. a frog. I mean, he's got yeah. a large tongue and he's eating flies and hopping like a bug. Like there's <laughs> not like a person like secretly in there. Like it's yeah. just he's morphed. Yeah, he has so, fully anamorphed. Uh, I mean, I don't unless... buy their I don't buy their technology explanation. No, it's not it's not like holographic mat mat you know masking. No, he's transformed. Yeah, he's different now. It's magic. It's technology. It's both, uh, you guys. But so so the, 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 the issue they explain is that Scarab planned to get to the, the resource of the Cendrillium in the vault, the gnomes, but the, <laughs> he can't open the vault because he's scared off the prince and then the prince or the king um, has it uh, locked under a like passcode that only he knows. So uh, he's like, damn, what, we shouldn't have, shouldn't have got rid of that frog. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so their plan, I guess, is to go back. Yeah. Now this is, they, they kind of split. So they need to send, uh, they need to send Bungie with the crown that fucked him up and turned him into a frog. They need to send the crown back to Professor Sharp so that he can analyze it. So they send Bungie with the crown and the rest of them go into the castle to try and fuck shit up. Um, and on the way, the old crone rides King Jonathan Which, like a steed. Can there's one? I, are, is, am I coming crazy? The, the like ninjas are specifically trained to get into castles, right? That's like the thing they do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, we can't take him with us. I played Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, you have not. A little bit. Uh oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble with Dad. I watched Austin <laughs> lied, die you a lied lot about in the your, first five minutes knowledge. of Sekiro, and he hasn't touched it since. You don't know that. <laughs> but Andy's uh, just gets on the internet and calls people out for not knowing as much about Sekiro as they should. Uh, I'm you sorry. Even... Said shadows die once; they die <laughs> twice. Thank you very much. Oh my god! But no, you're right. They should have taken Bougie. They really should have. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, but but maybe you know, uh, there's a problem with with cheese fondue, uh, because they they get captured and for some reason Scarab is just brewing <gasps> up right. a big old cauldron <laughs> of cheese fondue. How did I not know? Do this? we know why? He it takes a big a risk. Yes, absolutely, it's because like, it's the '80s, and white people just found out about fondue and are they loving it. They love the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just for a dumb joke because he's got them all strung up, and it kind of maybe looks like he's dipping a hot poker into some molten metal or some shit in a big cauldron, and like the frog King Jonathan again, very distressingly, is like, "Scarab, don't burn." <laughs> and he's like, oh, what? No, I just wanted some fondue. And then he like licks the thing and it's just cheese. <laughs> like it's a uh, it's such a weird, like completely tone deaf joke for this moment. But I did laugh. Hmm. Is that wrong? It was silly. No. It's, yes. But it no, was silly. We don't. I mean, our villains don't always have a cauldron of boiling dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the like constant psychological torture of King Jonathan is 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 very funny and juxtaposition how stupid this show is. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the attempted seduction with the flies, <laughs> and it okay. almost worked. Yeah. So his big way instead of like visually torturing people on screen, they kind of do a fun thing to get around it, and they try to get the coax the information out of Jonathan by tempting him to reveal the password for the vault with a big jar of flies. <laughs> And he, he's <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, he he loves those. He he weighs the options. He he kind of does a does a cost benefit in his head about it. Jonathan Jonathan is like looking at it, and then like one of the flies gets out, and he eats the fly. And Meg goes, "Yeah, does he have to do that?" And Scarab, the super matter of fact, looks over and goes, "Of course he does. He's a frog. He's a frog." Meg's like, you, "This is you idiot." <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? Of course he's gonna eat a goddamn fly. We uh, all have but, our one thing, and this is his. His is flies. <laughs> he eats them. And so, on that note, Doctor Glove, go uh, go fuck him up, and then uh, <laughs> you know they fuck up his glove, and he's like, "My glove, <laughs> my one thing." It's, yeah, he says, <laughs> "My personality." He says, uh, he, he specifically says, "That bionic squirt almost broke my glove," and I immediately just started going, "Bionic, bionic <laughs> squirt." <laughs> uh, we squirt together. Uh, no. Uh, we squirt, we, we squirt are family. <laughs> it's kind of inappropriate. We're squirting so much. Uh, and so well, this is the end. We win. We win. Yeah. We did the yeah. thing. We turned the frog back. Oh, we no, the no, 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 no. We do not just important. no, we do not just turn the frog back. <laughs> dare go off the The situation calls for tactile energy transference from an already bionicized individual. Yeah, which I tongue thought was going to be an acronym, but no, Where it just means tongue him. They <laughs> all pause. Him. They all pause and just slowly turn to Meg and like, well, well. Also, the mother. The- any one of them could do it. Yeah. Like it just yeah. takes a bionic person. Yeah, they make this poor girl do it. Oh, she was already thirsting after that. She Johnny was boy. thirsty, but she that was before she saw him eat a bunch of flies. I guess they <laughs> figured then, Meg is the resident horniest person gets- around. She gets the news. She gets the news that uh, she's gonna have to French this frog, and immediately is like, "Well, I guess you're gonna be a frog forever, bud." <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. I'm not touching you. Uh, yeah, and then we cut it. to him weeping, yeah. <laughs> like planning how he'll end his life because he can't oh, stand his life like a frog. Poor Jonathan. <laughs> And yeah. then she says, "Well, I guess so." And then it, it, we see her. She does a. She gets. She turns on her bionic powers and uh, sort of. D- yeah, but I just. This is the first time we've seen. Uh, we've like kind of lived in her because the, their powers. Usually, we only see them for kind of a, a split second. They're mm-hmm. really not. They're not in there anyway. Uh, they luxuriate over her, kind of like bending down and. Putting yeah, her, putting her piece, putting putting her mouth on him, and and she's and she's doing it with with uh she's she's pushing her butt up so everybody can see. Yeah, her. in profile with the, <laughs> yeah. the bodysuit and stuff. Yeah, they really linger on that, and she's like fourteen canonically or something. So. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, it it it's the princess and the frog moment that they were hamfistedly building towards, and they're not going to let you buy without having you look at it. Look at yeah. it. We got all the way here. You're going to look at it. 
Meet my gaze. <laughs> look at me. I need you to look at me. I need eye contact or it doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he turns back into a human and he's hot again. And so then she's like, all oh, about no, it. he's hot. <laughs> and that's how Meg got a fetish. Yeah, it's going to be hard for her to do that again. She's unless... going to need an amphibian in the room, yeah. I guess. Just Ugh. always. That's, or just that's... a jar of flies, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe just a recording of like Pop one of these in your swamp. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh and and then recording I guess of a Jonathan's swamp. Jonathan's secret pa- password to the vault was Rumpelstiltskin. And then Cuz it's a fairy tale. Get it? Get it? Get it? Do you get and it? And then immediate cut to credits. Like they're not yeah. not even like a everybody laughs and fade out. It's just like the password is Rumpelstiltskin. Bionic, bionic. Like we're done. <laughs> yeah, they, Look, they know they know yeah. what they've done and they don't they <laughs> just a, Yeah. Get they, they do, they like, do us the guys. best. At least they do us the courtesy of <laughs> leaving the room. Yeah. yeah. Not even kiss goodbye <laughs> yeah, or anything. Farting and walking out kind of <laughs> Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, that's that's Bonic Six. Did you say Bonic Six? That's, that's no. Bonic, that's Bonnie. That's Bionic Six. <laughs> that's Sonic Six. Gotta go yes. fast. That's Sonic Adventure Six. Yes. <laughs> oh, send me to no, that future. I, I I really I really do Two think dogs. this is this show has some legs. I think I think this is something we have to come back to. I. I think it's, it's something that's odd is that at its heart, I think it's still very formulaic, right? Hmm. Like, it's... even with all of this craziness, we did end up in a big fight scene with Scarab and all of his normal flunkies. We all, of, you know, we did the normal thing. Of the thing. stinkers, it's definitely kind of vanilla flavor stinker, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I could go I could go back. I can't uh, get I... enough of it. I'm, I'm <laughs> watching. The, the, that's the thing is, yeah, it's absolutely generic. It's absolutely a stinker. But. You know, I for some reason I was glued to every frame. <laughs> I was glued to every frame because I had no idea what was going to happen next. Yeah, fair. you know this this doesn't <laughs> let just nonsense happen for five minutes and you feel like your time. It's is a good being point. Wasted. They did not fill do too much nonsense filler. That is a really good. point. No, they respect your time. <laughs> they keep moving into and fill weird, it with weird twists trash. and turns. Yeah, and the and the animation's good. It's it's well, it's certainly better quality than like comparable programs from the same time. Like that, mm-hmm. some of the some of the fight scenes have some fairly impressive choreography. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. If it is variations of throwing and hyper powered karate kicks, but still, like uh-huh. it's it's well done. He yeah. Oh, he has to kia every single time. <laughs> yeah, that's God. his one thing. Kia. <laughs> It doesn't work if he doesn't key. Uh, it's it's hard coded into it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we didn't mention the fact that he karate kicked a giant troll's head clean off. That was pretty brutal. That was great. It's so dope. Even though it was a robot, that was like, wow, this is still marketed for kids, and they just kicked the <laughs> shit out of his head off. I, I guess yeah. it's some. It's also worth mentioning that we're finally watching Bionic Six, and I think of all of the uh, the logo possibilities that we like gave Tio. Uh, as reference when she was making our Saturday morning Tuesdays logo, mm-hmm. I think she took the most from Bionic Six, yeah. like in terms of the the, the way the lettering is. Uh, so we're finally, yeah, it's like the last bit of our DNA that we finally we we watched a bit of this fucking show. So I'm very pleased. Yeah, and I, I yeah easily come back to it. it. I think we have to say for the record now, uh, it's it was it's definitely an influence, and you can see that. Uh, but Tio's is significant. This Bionic Six logo by itself is garbage. Oh, it's, it's hot, It's hot trash. <laughs> It's inspiration, job. not a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we had we had a wonderful we had a wonderful boy with us today who had a, had a good time. Thanks for joining us, Spencer. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure and privilege. I liked absolutely. That I told right you you had a good time just now. I I absolutely did. This has been wonderful. <laughs> you had a great time today. I and you th- want to thank, thank us for it. Th- uh, thank you for notifying me. I do, and um, I please help me continue to know how to feel. I just, I need, I need, I need something. I need yeah, something. we'll help I you with that. Science. I need. I want to be bionic. Wouldn't it be neat to be bionic? <laughs> just get lasered up, and boom, you're bionic. And we can all have bionic, bionic dicks. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Best dicks forever. We fight for dicks. We fight for dicks. Uh, okay, oh, and oh, do do do. My penis has a magic piston. It works. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs>
All right, that's that's gonna be, that's gonna pretty much do it for do it for you and me and my friend Dupree. We, we've all <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> we we had a great time. We had a great time this week talking about talking about uh, Bionic Six and karate. Uh, and Mostly for, karate. And, well, and in in <laughs> doing in doing doing mouth to mouth with frogs. Um, mm-hmm. was and all, gnomes. And gnomes. We had the gnomes there too, and they were part of it. The gnomes watched. <laughs> the gnomes. <laughs> the gnomes are always there. Um, we're gonna wrap up this little arc next uh, next week with a pretty pretty cool show. I think I'm going to kind of keep it as a little bit of a surprise. Oh, surprise. And, uh, you know, if you want to see more, you want to catch up on our old great episodes, um, or just learn more about us, uh, you can go to our website, sadamtuesdays.com. Find us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Just look that up. Uh, and uh, also every Saturday we try to post the episodes we'll be watching for the following uh, episode yeah, so as long sure as we know what's, out, what's coming out yeah we do our uh, best on facebook yeah um so yeah be sure to check out our channels and follow us on uh, the podcast places on the and internet and speaking of uh listening to the backlog i just re-listened to fish police and it's it's it holds up fish police is a fun one if you're looking for a place to, to just hop in try out yeah. a little bit of the older stuff it's not that old it's short and in fish police, right in. yeah fish place is a great place to dive right in <laughs> Well, I'm just going to ignore that targeted frustration. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening. This has been a really fun episode. Next week, uh, like Rory said, we have a little secret show that we're doing, but it is for our 100th episode because it's our oh, actual yeah. 100th produced podcast episode, it's which is crazy. Unbelievable Yay. that we've done this. That's wonderful. Yeah. Two years, yo. Good Lord. Um, so hopefully you tune back in, you listen, you have a good time. We're going to have an old friend with us, and it is going to be diggity dope. So see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.